Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Janet Namaste, and I'm here to help you awaken your hidden talents and gifts that you're destined to share with the world. So whether you're brand new to meditation, healing, regression, or well into your spiritual journey, this podcast will bring you the clarity that your heart has been seeking. You will hear beautiful and powerful stories from world-renowned healers and global change makers that will inspire you as you journey through your destined path. Join me as we dive in together. Hi, and welcome back to an amazing episode. <laughs> Not that the other ones aren't, but this one um, really hits home. It's about self-love. It's about honoring the challenges in your life. It's about knowing that you are not going to stay in victim mode. And your greatest blessing is honoring the challenges, honoring the hiccups, honoring the times when you can actually look in the mirror and realize, wow, for so long there's been so much self-loathing or feeling like a victim or trapped. This episode will help you Unlock the key to your heart, perhaps, that cage, and allow yourself to live in full, 100% sovereignty in your authentic being. So a little bit background, I recorded this pod, I want to say, well, I don't want to say, it's the truth, <laughs> um, in 2020, which is wild. And this is with my mentor and one of my closest friends, not only just from this lifetime, but many, many lifetimes. Probably somehow our ancestors were friends. <laughs> it's Michelle Bleckner, and I give her a proper introduction, which we will segue to in a moment. Um, but she really has such divine wisdom that pours through her. And truly, as she speaks, it's as if it's poetry, it's artwork, it's musical notes. Every sentence that she says, when you put it together, it is just this frequency of healing energy. And I am honored to really have her in my life. And... The greatest thing about it, like how I said, everything is in divine timing, nothing is a coincidence. We are doing a special event for the spring equinox. We try to do this every single year where we collaborate. I open up and close the circle with some form of hypno or meditation of clearing and progression. And she leads a family constellation based on whatever the field is stating to her. So this is going to be on the 21st of March. You can check it out. It's going to be in the show notes on, or just check it out on my website, JanetNamaste.com. Would love to see you all in person via Zoom. Beautiful, beautiful event. Um, if you've never experienced a family constellation, and, or if you did and it wasn't with Michelle, give yourself that gift because... Um, it's definitely one of the greatest gifts I've ever given myself, to be completely candid. But after you listen to this episode, I am certain that your hearts will be open, your energy will be elevated, and you will feel that you never really made a mistake, put it that way, that every single stepping stone in life 
brought you to exactly where you need to be. And now that you have the awareness of where you are, it's time to take assertive, very gentle to yourself, compassionate action to what it is that you want to align to. So this episode popped up in my archives, self-love, Michelle Blechner. And without further ado, we welcome her. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Janet Namaste, your host. And today we have a special guest that's back with us. So honored to have you here, Michelle Bleckner. And Michelle Bleckner is a spiritual leader, a life counselor. She's a family constellation practitioner. And with her work that I have experienced, there was so much profound enlightenment, so many profound ahas that I have gone through in my own family and ancestral and systemic constellation work that I've done with her personally. And what we're going to be discussing today is all about self-love. And that is the number one question that I get at times is about life purpose and how we can get into the core of breaking through of what our purpose is. And I feel that the person to answer this amazing question and to go further in it is not only but the one and only Michelle Bleckner, welcome. Thank you, Janet, for this beautiful presentation. And um, good morning, everybody, since it's a morning here in New York, but I don't know where you are and where you will be when you will listen to that. Um, it's, um, it's interesting that you um, approach this subject with me this morning because it feels like I have uh, spoken about that many times today already uh, with uh, some of the people that I have uh, talked to on the phone, how important it is because, and no matter where you will hear this uh, um, conversation uh, and see the two of us, uh, I want to tell people that in this time of pandemic, for example, which uh, even if um, the viewer um, have gone through that already, which I wish it can be, self-love is the best ingredient to be spared. Mm. Because um, feeling good and feeling loving to self and others, because it goes together, is the best booster of immune system. That is true. Endorphins, you know, oxytocin that we naturally produce, the chemicals in our bodies, that's so true. How the connectivity happens on a biological and physiological level as well. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. true. So if only for that reason, to be um, stronger and to be um, more alive, and uh, healthy in your life, self-love has to be cultivated. And I know that, um, and I know for a fact because uh, of my work, that very often the lack of confidence, the lack of self-esteem, um, all that is preventing self-love comes from the youth, from the early years. And very often, 
it is um, created by the fact that the people that are loving us don't love themselves. Our parents, you see? And that is, um, it sounds like uh, crazy to say that, that, um, you know, you can love somebody so much, your children, and not love yourself. And no matter what, children will feel it. They will feel the lack of self-esteem from their parents. And even if they showered by any kind of language of love that they use for them, which, uh, as we know, there is many of ways, sometimes it's just financial, showering kids with um, pity. If that lack is within you, it's very challenging to convey to the most important people in your life, your children. Absolutely. So this is really the roots. And this is why I love my work, because through uh, constellation, systemic, um, uh, family and organizational, anything, because you can see people in business and you can see CEOs and uh, people with a very high function that through, you can see leaders, country leaders, and I would not want to say name. No, we don't need to. Through the lack of self-love. Right. Through the lack of confidence are being so detrimental to others as well. But first, they're detrimental to themselves. And they don't even realize because they are blinded by it. So... My way of looking at things systemically is that in every problem, there is a solution that is rooted there. And it's beautiful because in a way, when we acknowledge the issue, when you acknowledge what is, and we do not like it, it's awareness and is the first step to be able to resolve. It's getting to the root of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because you get the acknowledgement usually from the issue. And because you look at the issue, you have the possibility of understanding what it comes from. It's like um, a diagnostic, actually, you know, a medical or whatever it is that you diagnose this, that then you know that there is a solution because you have worked with it. So the thing about um, the um, issues that we discover within ourselves, so the lack of uh, self-esteem, when people come and tell you, I don't know, I have no motivation, I am stuck, I am, and you know, you have those people that come to you and say the same. I cannot go forward. I don't know what it is. I feel sad. I feel mm -hmm. stressed. I feel uh, depressed. I feel anger, which is healthier in a way. 
because it's a wake-up call. Yeah, it's pizza energy pushes them. Absolutely. It, tran- it can transmute it as long as they don't use it against themselves. You know, they don't, they, they're not aware, but it will push them. Yeah. Yes, because even if they use within, within themselves, there's uh, at one moment the wake-up call, you know, that can mm-hmm. uh, really bring to consciousness. And then you know, and this is a trick, and it's very important. You know to be grateful to what showed you that you don't love yourself enough. In every issue that you observe and you look at to heal, you can be grateful to the issue. Because without the issue, you will not know. And that is the truth. It's like the perpetrator, right? Um, is the catalyst is actually the greatest gift. The disease is actually the greatest gift because you now know what it is deep inside of you that needs to be worked on to neutralize. And it is a spiritual law. Like you can't love your children 100% unless you love yourself. I mean, this is, it is law. And it's like when people say, well, I love my children more than I love myself. I would die for my kids. I would, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. How can you love your children more than you love yourself? What are you teaching your kids? You know, you're teaching your kids to basically be, you know, an enabler to others so they can dim their light to make other people's light lighter, you know, or, or brighter. But, you know, I, it's, it is true. Those perpetrators, when sometimes we feel victimized because it's when you're in it, the emotions, it really hurts. And, but What does self-love really look like when people are going through, because obviously with constellation work, it goes back seven ancestral lineages back. Now, when uh, we don't even realize that we're adopting certain aspects from our parents because they're just doing for survival mode, especially I'm first generation American, my family coming from the lineage of Ashkenaz, Jewish, and Eastern European who have been ostracized because of anti-Semitism through different wars. These are things where it gets into um, the lineage of a child. It's in the DNA of feeling of um, survival at times and self-love is pushed aside. So what does it actually look like? How does one actually, you know, when, when the perpetrator like ignites it, how does one start working with that? What does it look like? What does it feel like? How do you know, what are the steps? The first step is to accept that being a victim doesn't have to be a lasting, a long life lasting thing. And transmute, you know, we all alchemists mm-hmm. and we all can transmute and if you feel that it was, if you feel and you find out and you work on it, you're finding the victimization in your system, then look for the pearl and look how sensitive it makes you to the others. Look how you can feel for them, but you can feel it with love. And then you bring your compassion to the plate. 
and you feel, you know, that, uh, and if you can have compassion for someone else, you can have compassion for yourself. Because this is very often the, um, the downfall of people that are of service. Hmm, so true. They, they quickly become in service, which is in servitude. So what's happening is that you have to remain detached enough feeling and understanding the pain of others, but not feeling the pain in yourself, being understanding at some level with keeping your own energy vibrating at a frequency of love. Because love is the greatest healer. Yes. Okay? And what is important is to create expansion because expansion is the only movement of healing. So the issue with uh, um, people that don't feel self-love is that they often contract. They protect themselves. Mm -hmm. They are guarded. Yeah, I see it energetically in their field. Yes. And being guarded is being prisoner, you see? So it's very interesting because uh, this captivity that is uh, an energy feeling is preventing any kind of healing because expansion is the is a solution. So the first thing to do is to learn how to breathe. Yeah, breath. The breath. Hello, beautiful angel. So I just wanted for you to take a moment to pause and just take a deep breath in and exhale. And just tune into the awareness, the space that's right in between the inhale and exhale. And allow your beautiful soul to listen to the voice that's inside your heart. For it always, always knows the truth. It always knows the way back home to you. It's the GPS of your eternal, your vibrant light. So, beautiful soul, let me ask you a question. Like, have you ever felt disconnected to what was in your 3D world, to what appears to be your 3D world, and what you know is your potential? And if you have, like, did you ever have this aha moment, this spiritual awakening, and then ask, oh my God, what do I do with it now? So if you have been seeking a deeper meaning to your life's purpose or soul guidance or want to know the signs and what they mean and how to navigate through from this moment on, then I have the perfect place for you. And this is called the Soul Star Community. This is something where... I, this has been my, my dream of mine for so long because truly in the past few years as the entire globe shifted, like don't you feel that now like we're in this accelerated version of earth school and we need to constantly adjust and process all of our experience in like this rapid pace, like all these life lessons into like a total brand new rebirth, which is happening 
every single moment. It's not just every year on our birthday. It seems like it's every day. You're not the same person you were yesterday. So this brand new rebirth is actually happening worldwide. You know, this has been quite the journey and we're evolving. We're truly evolving into the real us. And throughout my own life's journey, I've experienced numerous rebirths and incredible miracles that were accompanied by the divine, of course, like quantum healings of my own, my own family members and the tens of thousands of clients that I have had the honor of facilitating healings. So through the past few years, I have awakened more and more, like even more than I thought I could even imagine to the core of who I truly am. And I know from this moment on, as I took a vow that for the new continuous spiritually evolving me, that whatever role or energy that I surround myself with, it will only be one that is congruent to what my heart feels right. It's all about purposeful living and about surrounding myself with the right vibe, with the right beautiful community. And I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to this perfect nurturing space that I have created. It's called the Soul Star Membership. So this is a private VIP exclusive community for you angels that listen to the podcast, you know, that have followed me on the gram and that have been with me for quite some time. So even if this is your first time tuning in and your heart's resonating with what the pod is about, what my vibration is all about, what this whole entire message is, then check it out. Because every single month, the way that it's going to be structured is I'm going to be channeling in the energy transmission, the energy forecast of the month. And if you tune in live, you get an energy healing as well. So even if you don't show up live, don't even worry about it. It's going to be, everything is recorded on your portal. You have tons of meditations. We have incredible speakers and master classes, beautiful transmissions and channelings of the month. Like you're going to receive the most beautiful, beautiful PDF books every single month that you can grow and evolve with. It's basically like having your own measurable spiritual action plan. Like there's a coach, a spiritual angel that is right by your side as you are in this like beautiful membership. It's an incredible community that is global. And I've been in this realm of work over 20 years professionally, which is wild to me. (laughs) It's absolutely wild. And throughout the two decades of my professional experience as um, an energetic healer and um, the four clairs, I honestly have met the most incredible human galactic souls, truly. And they're all part of the community. So I invite you to join in and to be a part of this beautiful community. There are people from all over the world. So just check it out. It's, you can find me at Janet Namaste slash Soulstar. And for you loyal listeners of the pod, just type in the code JNPOD for an additional 10% off the membership. Your heart, your soul, And the beautiful people that you're going to be surrounded with will 100% be grateful for the choice that you made. So 
I am looking forward to meeting you, beautiful being. The breath. Because breath is something that is given to us at birth independently because in a womb we have learned to breath through the umbilical cord but when we come to life we get this first breath and the last breath is when we leave our physical apparatus so that breath is given to us and is really specifically to us the physical being that has chosen this experience. But it has been impacted and affected by what was happening in a womb. It has been impacted by what was happening in the womb of your grandmother because your mother was there already. So it comes kind of tainted. So it's important to really be aware of it and work on it. It's like using the oxygen that we get naturally and reinforcing that relationship with the breath that you can breathe easily in the knowledge that all is always well. And this is something that whenever uh, I feel a little bit um, uh, anxious or a little bit excited for something or whatever. My first response and what I always advise my client to do or my friends, my family or whatever is breathe. Because the exhaling is a release. You see? Absolutely. And in excelling, you expand. Right. right. And it's creating the space between the inhale and the exhale that allows the expansion. So, you know, um, I also feel that when we are born, right, when we're born, because we're spirit, we're soul, and our body, like you said, is an apparatus. It's our vessel that holds that together. So being in our mother's womb, her breathing for us, right? Her breathing for us. The moment that we are born on this planet and we come out and our first breath, I feel like that's when the creator comes in within us, you know? And then it's that, so as we inhale, it's like we're inhaling like God's exhale. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. and and that creates the space when people are disconnected at times thinking that they're not being supported they forgot that they're part of the creator and that's another way that sometimes i advise um um my clients at times and my friends just i'm like look at the perpetrator of everyone even of anger that they have the creator inside of them and that actually i think could be the key of compassion but the breath definitely when people when i first started doing breath work and practicing kundalini yoga and pra and doing other type of pranayama um, I didn't realize how powerful it was. You know, it's something that we do um, subconsciously all the time, but we don't realize the power that it's inside of us of creating that space. Um, 
but some, it's it's the parasympathetic nervous system is so out of whack is at, you know especially now during the pandemic during what was ha- what ha- what's happening where people feel isolated they feel that they don't have enough air so a lot of you know when it comes down to self love and breath sometimes people put this is what i've seen um conditions to love and how does you know like i i love i but i want to be loved like this but i want to and you know we can't you know we can't make a dog out of a cat right it's like they came as a catalyst as even though we want that person to meow they're going to bark because that's their character so how do you teach someone when they do create this space with the breath and they have we learn through relationships but they want it they get stuck on the conditions <laughs> how do you release that then you have to call for something else which is very important in the equation which is mm-hmm. the heart mm that's the next step mm-hmm. yeah and the heart is very different than the breath because the heart is not just an organ but is the center of emotions so there is the physical part of it which is the organ and then the eternal part of it which is the emotion the heart is attached to the soul the breath is only attached to the physical apparatus the heart in its own right is very important because uh um, it's giving you from the beginning because as a fetus you already have a heart and it beats and that is what is going to give you the knowledge that you're alive until the last beat okay when the heart ceases your life ceases but not the heart because the heart is attached to the soul again so that center of emotion is your companion on your life yeah your companion to know what feels good and what feels bad okay and that is the barometer of how do you feel about yourself what is your self feeling of you your self love you see so that companion is also as i say the companion of the soul which is what the divine because the soul is the part in you that is the part you know you can call it the part the divine part god you know source uh, universe whatever you want to call it you know it doesn't matter because it's only labels but the essence of it is love because the heart is a center of love and love is light so there's no heaviness and when you feel good about yourself when you feel this self love within you you feel light oh not just God. because you're surrounded by light because this you don't necessarily see people can see it on you this very often tell you when you feel self loving they say there's something about you there's some radiance there's some light there's some you know you cannot put your finger on it but you know it's there so that is developed 
by finding the way to feel good, by intending that feeling. You see, the issue with um, um, the knowledge of how the universe works is the following. And I'm sorry that there is an issue, but there is always, we live in a universe of polarity, so there is always a polarity. Right, there's duality, of course. There is duality. So it used to be that people did not know um, how we are creator, how we can do everything that we choose to see, um, how we can be and have everything that we desire. Now, the past 40 years, and I have seen the progression because uh, I have discovered uh, Abraham Hicks, which is the which are the best teacher of universal law and all the teachers that are following, including you and I, uh, that yeah. are following the law and teaching the law, etc., etc. And fortunately, there is a catch-22. And I'm going to tell you what it is. Tell me. Is that because it had been spread so much, which is wonderful, because people that have a spiritual um, understanding of life have understood how to balance are okay and can find self-love and in their creation find the realization of what self-love can bring. But a lot of people have misused it. Hmm. In what sense? In greed. Yes. In power. Wow. Yeah. And abused that, that knowledge, okay, to their narcissistic view of life. And manipulation, that makes sense. Yes, yeah. and manipulation. So it, it has always been that way. Don't, don't think that is new because that knowledge of the power of the mind has always been there, but it was kind of hidden because it was secret societies uh, that knew about it and they would not share with the masses because they wanted to have the power. But now, even the masses... It's coming up. <laughs> and you know what? Everybody is not as well-intentioned than others. So what's happening is that the balance is not a balance anymore. It's just a division. Certainly. And that has created that division and that lack of unity. And the way to reconnect to that is to put yourself in order. So no matter what is going around, around I mean, around you, you can keep your self-love and your self-esteem and your self-worth and yourself, I mean, all your own value, you can have them in your aura. Because the way to do it is very simple. It's not a very difficult recipe. It's to see yourself and close your eyes and feel your mother on the left behind you, your father on the right, no matter where they are, 
no matter how bad the relationship has been, if it was, no matter if you never met them, no matter if they really disappear when you were young, but knowing that no matter what, in the universe at large, they are behind you. And that is your support. That is your protection with everything that comes behind them. Their grandpa, your grandparents, their grandparents, etc., etc. And that strength that you get from there, that life force, that strength in everything, good and bad, that they had lived, all the experience that they has given you, and you know that you come from love, because those people that have procreated for you to be there today, you are their success. You are this beautiful new chance for them to make it good. And when you feel that, and you are next to your siblings in your um, natural, I mean, in your uh, first system, which is a family system, the original, and you can get along with them, and you can feel the love behind. And when you create your own systems, be all the systems that you create, feel good in order, finding your place, giving every other people their place, not feeling the idiosyncrasies of life, of, oh, this was a bad parent, this is a terrible brother, etc., etc. When you can say, I came here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. I came here because I had to be here. And I make sure that I reconcile with everything that is behind. And I reconcile with everything that is on my level. So I can be the catalyst for what comes in front to send the love that I feel from behind. That is the best recipe to find it. Find it that even if your parents were the worst parents in the world in your head, they did the best they could. Knowing that your siblings, even if you don't get along with them, they got a bad rap that they carry from lineages the same way that you do, and they have to come term, to turn to them. All that is helping to find your own place, your own value in that system. And the same thing in the job, the same thing in your career, the same thing in your hobbies or whatever, your friends. And even if you don't get along with them, because you have different opinion, know that no matter what, they are like you. Human being, sometimes struggling to find their own place. Yes, it's beautiful. It's true. Thank you so much, Michelle. This whole thing about um, 
compassion and self-love and breath, connecting to your heart, acceptance, forgiveness, and the exercise that we did with the mother on the left and the father on the right. It's so powerful because you realize that we all want the same thing. We all want to be, it's the soul esteem, it's the self-esteem, it's love and, and wanting to be understood and respected and heard. And this is so powerful. And I'm going to re-listen to this, this beautiful um, conversation that we had because I feel like there's even in between the sentences, there's so much um, riches in between. So honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for what you share, what you do in the world, how you completely, utterly, unconditionally love humanity and souls and thank you for all that you do and until next time namaste and thank you and thank you for all that you do and thank you for having me thank you love you i love you thank you bye from my heart to yours thank you so much for listening today for taking some time out of your day your night your drive wherever you're listening to this podcast it's an honor to share Michelle's wisdom, and I'm sure it softened up your heart as well and brought solace to your life and perspective. And if you love this episode as much as I love connecting with Michelle, then please, please do share this, rate it, comment, pay the love forward, because it really does mean a lot to me and to perhaps the next person that will hear this episode. So without further ado, until next time, I thank you from the bottom of my heart and hope to see you at the Family Constellation and Healing event on March 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can go into the show notes or JanetNamaste.com to register. See you there. And also, I'm going to put it in the show notes of a very special four-day retreat that I'm hosting in May. We have just two more spots available. And if you go on JanetNamaste.com slash retreat, you'll learn more about that. So until next time, from my heart to yours, namaste. Namaste.